Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Guys, Morality Monday on a Thursday. Oh, yeah. This one brought to you by Kayla. Oh, Kayla. Do you guys know this theme song? No. No? You don't know what this is? This you want to talk about a guy with a scary voice? Like yeah. Goosebumps. Robert Kraft? <laughs> was it Robert Kraft? No, uh, Robert Kraft owns the, the Patriots. Oh, Robert yeah. Stack. Robert Stack. <laughs> Hold on. This is what, let me see if I want to do something. Like. <laughs> see, a neighbor who asked not to be identified. Is this Joe what would you do? Left his house two no, weeks this is. Uh, that's John Quinones. How about listen? Listen to him the street. He took with him only a toothbrush, a wallet, a steamer trunk, and a plane ticket to Calcutta. And this, he, he's R.I.P. <laughs> Robert Stack. But like, I don't know. That show used to freak me out. Unsolved mysteries is as a kid. Unsolved mysteries oh. is the name of the show. Oh, yeah, because they're not solved, right? Or do they solve them? Um, occasionally no, they would be, like, some, be every update. now and again they would do an update like where uh-huh. they solved it, but, and I think they did solve a lot of them, but, but like just the way he talked and it was like, and it'd the, be like the man is known to be maybe in Virginia or Florida. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be character reenactments, but you would think it's like real. You yeah. Know, and like, like, it was always on at night mm-hmm. and usually like, I remember Saturday nights, um, America's Most Wanted was on oh, yeah, and that's yeah. when I would have to watch my sister while, uh, my parents went out on a date and uh-huh. I, so I had to watch my sister and, and that show would come on and I'd be in the house alone. She'd be asleep and it'd be dark and I'd be like, and they'd be like, the the man is known to be a, a hardened criminal in right. Rhode Island. And I'm in Arizona. I'm like, oh, my God, he's here. Right. He's nearby. He's in the backyard right now. That show's coming back. America's Most Wanted. Is it? Yeah. I think he solved a lot of crimes that way. Mm-hmm. With his son. Yeah. His the, son's well, going to be... Well, that's the reason he started it, because his son... His it, I, I don't know if his, the son that... His son got kidnapped, was abducted. Oh, Adam was his name. Yeah, yeah, and that's why he started. I don't know what happened oh, to wow. that son, but that's how he started. Yeah, right. Uh, mm-hmm. um, oh, really? That was John like Walsh. The yeah, yeah, his oh. son was abducted and killed, oh, and so he started the show mm-hmm. as a way to like find criminals, and, right? Oh, solve crime, oh, wow. you know, people, whatever. And so, yeah, I didn't know he was coming was, back. Yeah, he's hosting it with his other son. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What is the situation, Kaylin? Morality Monday on a Thursday, 855-591-1035. What are we going to do? Go ahead. Okay, so this is happening currently in my uh, group of friends, specifically my group of guy friends. And so I need to be a little, like, not give too many details. But basically, one of the guys is dating um, this chick that someone just recently came upon some information that she did some decent jail time Um like three years, I think it oh. was, for a nonviolent crime. So okay. she didn't hurt anyone. She didn't, you know, it wasn't to another person. Um, but that's a decent amount of time. How do they to, find this to out? To be in jail. So he's dating this woman, and then how do they, what would it, what would cause them to find out information like this? So I want to be vague, but I think uh, one of the friends saw that she was paying someone they knew on Venmo. There you go. And they were like, wait, how do these people know? each other and they kind of looked into when they were searching her name this came up oh yeah so the guys don't know if he knows or not and this girl is really hot so we think either he knows and he doesn't care right or he doesn't know and he needs to know and all the guys are like i'm not telling i'm not telling <laughs> i'm not telling and i'm like someone's got to tell so what 855-591-1035 you can text the same number call the fred show what do you do if you find out that someone you care about is dating somebody who was once a criminal. Nonviolent crime. Well, violent crime, nonviolent crime. Does it really matter? Let's say it was fraud. Let's say she was stealing from people. Yes. Bingo. Okay. Well, then, <laughs> I mean, obviously, if she killed someone, that would be inf- you know good information to know. Probably would serve more than three years. But l- let's just say, let's right. say that, you know, I don't know. Let's say it was um, second-degree murder and she served 10 of her 20. You know, should should if you find this out, do you have an obligation to tell her? Let's say in this case, she's stealing from people, mm-hmm. so she could be she could potentially he could be the next victim. Do you do you have an obligation to tell? What do you do? I've, I've this has happened to me before, where I have obtained information about another person that I did not want to know. And it's like, what do you do with it? Because that's the problem. Sometimes when you go digging for stuff and you find it, then what are you supposed to do with that? Mm. You know, do you like anonymously send it to them? I just came flat out and told him what I you found. Did. Yeah, okay. I just came. I just came right out. I was like, "Explain this to me. Like, you should know. What do you know about this? You know, kind of thing." Because yeah. it was very concerning. But like, do you do you wait for this person to figure out on his own? Do we assume that she's out and maybe she's changed? And so, you presenting that information to to him would affect the way he feels about a person who's reformed. Do you feel like? It was going to come out anyway, so you may as well tell him so he can at least have a you know an, an intelligent conversation with her about it before he's shocked to learn these things. Because if you were shocked to learn it, then you or, or if they got married and then you find out, well, that could be way worse. Yeah, and you could have prevented that. Yeah. We're telling in twenty twenty four. We're telling. We I think so because I feel like I once I tell you that's off my chest, but you do what you will with that information. You know what I mean? No judgment here. You stay, you go, whatever. But I feel like that's for you to make that choice. But I'm telling you, I'm giving you a little warning. I was kind of in a similar situation, but more family related. Mm-hmm. So I had to mm-hmm. tell mm-hmm. someone something of what I knew. It was information that I was given to me, and I felt so bad doing that. But I felt better because this is my sister I'm talking about. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, I gotta. Yeah. Tell her, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. and she know. she yeah. knew, and and that was that. 
Thank it's you your friend. A bunch of texts. It's your friend. You absolutely look out for them and tell them. Absolutely look out for them and tell them. Um, but they can make their own decision. Don't tell him <laughs> if the crime. This is another text. If the crime yeah. is only three years and non-violent, what? It shouldn't be that what important. What? She <laughs> was. It was a decent crime. Yeah, you. No. She did her time. It was right. She did her time. She did her. Maybe her full like, sentence. It, my mouth dropped. She's a little done. Oh. I mean, like if you if you open this can of worms, like tell your friend, then. Then he tells his girlfriend, and she gets all mad. Like, how'd you find this out? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, getting robbed next. Right. Well, it's no. public information, like, lady. But right. like, what? What are you doing? Google searching me like that? You know what I'm saying? So that's like, what I would do. I would tell him, but I would put it on the other friends. Like, do you know that Kaylin was Google searching your girl? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you yeah. was with prison bag. That's a sound yeah. strategy. That's how I will leave it. Yeah, that's a sound strategy. Right. Yeah. So you blame your other friends that didn't have anything to do. Well, okay, they got it. it. Or how about <laughs> just create? Like, how about you just use your Veronica email with your picture? Right. On it? Yeah. Yes. Um, is it, was it Veronica? Me. Yes, it's Victoria. No, Victoria. Victoria. Yes. And, then, and then your Victoria review email. I mean, let's go ahead and change the avatar to a different right. picture. Right. No, sure. not a picture of you. And then just anonymously friend. shoot that over, a link yeah. that says that. You have to let your, your people know because, like you said, he could be the next victim. Um, and you just don't want to take that chance. But I would definitely put it on the other friends. Like, you know, Jason was over there Googling you, Chad. Hey, and that's yeah. what came Okay, up. well, that's one way to do it. Hey, Melissa, good morning. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? Melissa, so what do you do if you find out that someone that you care about is dating a former criminal? And, and, and it, 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 well, I guess, if, are you a criminal? You're always a criminal? I don't know. But does it even matter what it was? You know, if it was petty, if it was fraud, if it was murder, does it even matter? Or do you, do you tell them? Do you not tell them? What do you do with this information? I think the only time it would matter is if there's a child involved. So if they're a pedophile and your friend has a oh, child, yeah. then you can get involved. But other than that, it is their relationship, their business, and you should 100% stay out of it. Mm, because if you found out they had cancer, would you tell them? Wait, well, that's not the same. What do you how mean? would I find that out and they didn't know? What am I, one of those dogs that can sniff out cancer and I sniffed it out? Of course I'm going to tell somebody. You got cancer, yeah. bro. Bro, you want to go to the doctor. I do think that crime think, matters, would you, too. Would you, tell, would you tell your friend that their partner had cancer if you found out by working in a hospital? Well, that's, well, that's against the law. Huh? Yeah. I mean, that, that's against the law. This isn't a crime. Well, we're not talking HIPAA, but I'm saying... It's their business. It's their relationship. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So stay out of it. Stay out of it. Their relationship, the way they're going to deal with it. If, if, if he thinks that she's reformed and he knows, but we're assuming he knows about it. So let's say he I does. I don't know if he does. He knows about it. Thank you, Melissa, by the way. Have a great day. I'm glad you called. You the way they met, too, feels shady to me. Like, I don't know. Like, it just, something just doesn't seem right. Hey, Gail. <laughs> yeah. Gail, good morning. What do you do if you find out that your your friend is dating a criminal? <laughs> well, of course you would tell them. I don't even understand why anybody wouldn't tell their friends. Mm -hmm. Like you got to look out for your friends. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I but mean, again, they're not going to get mad at you for for letting them know. If anything, if they already know, they're going to let you know that, um, mm -hmm. and then they can. Well, make I'm their not own sure decision. if I, if if I'm dating somebody who is a criminal, I'm not sure that I'm boasting that. I don't. I don't I'm going to the friend text and going a group chat and going, "Hey guys, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. Right. Dating, <laughs> she's so hot. A bunch right, of also steals from men." Still, <laughs> right, but you could still tell them and then say, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to broadcast the information, but I just wanted to make sure you knew. Yeah, like, you know, interesting. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you, Gail. Have a good day. Absolutely, love you guys. Love you. I feel like anything else where if everybody else knows and I'm the only one who doesn't know, I want to know. See.
it, like if it if the entire friend group knows something and they're all talking about it behind my back and they don't know if I know and everyone's unsure, I just hope somebody comes to me. Mm-hmm. Like I have the same rule about like if I'm dating someone and they've been with other people. Like if I might know the person, can you at least let me know that that happened? I don't need oh, to know. Oh, you want to know? Well, only be, like like for example, if I date somebody who 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 may have dated other people that I know or will come into contact with in whatever form. I don't even know the details. I just need to know if it happened because I don't want to be the one of the three of us that doesn't know the story. Right. Yeah. When we're all together in the same room and it's like, these two know about it. I don't. Exactly. And then I don't need to know the details. I don't need to know if it was good or bad or what you did. Yeah. I just, I think I have a right to at least know that something happened so that I don't have to be the moron that's like, ooh, hey. mm-hmm. you know, while those two are going, remember that time we banged? You know, I don't. I, I just but you don't know that you're the moron, and you would not be able to not ask details. I know you, my love. You you would be like literally like losing it. I mean, I would ask for you know <laughs> positions and moves, and yeah. you know, oh, no. a, full, a full review. Oh, yeah. I, I love to ask questions that I don't want the answer to. Yes, I am. I lo- love it. Yeah, you hey, Rusty. Yourself. Good morning, Rusty. <laughs> Good morning. Man, what are we gonna do? Do we do we tell this guy about the crime that his new girlfriend committed, or do we keep it to ourselves? <laughs> I initially said it's dependent on the crime. Like you said, if it's a violent crime, how can you not tell him? How can you put your friend in that situation? If he's getting robbed, if it's robbery, again, how can you put them in that situation? It was robbery from not an individual person. (laughs) Oh, so it was, it was, it was, it was was, was fraud. It was robbery. Not as, okay. Again, how are you going to let your friend risk that? Oh, like, hey man, she might steal everything from you. You don't know this. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, we don't so, know why. Why, t- why tell him? Why risk it? We tell him she might steal him from him. Still, no. Just, okay. just tell him. My understanding is know. that um, he needs to know if his TV's going to wow. be gone in the middle of the night. My understanding, Rusty, is that this woman um, walked into a building that had a lot of money in it. <laughs> It just so happened that this this she place was, was known to have a lot of money. Oh, no. yeah. Okay, so it, so somebody else walked into a place that happened yeah. to have a lot of money. So they asked if they could have that money. Yeah, yeah. Which and I then, didn't know people still. Did. Thank you, Rusty. By the way, have a good day. <laughs> right. well, if she was selling did. shrooms, maybe okay. I would say. Eh. Right, I would just say, right. give me some, right, I got and it. then I won't I say. Right, it. I'll keep quiet. <laughs> thank you, Rusty. Have a good day. So it just so happened that someone she was with, okay, said, "Hey, can you roll by this this building that has money in it?" Right, the accomplice. And so then, and so right, so then this individual walked into the place. Can I? Can I talk? Walked into the place with with the with the money in the in the building. Okay, right, and I guess the person then said, "Can I have that money?" Uh And they said, "No, it's not yours." And that person said, "But actually, it is now." So then they gave allegedly gave the person the money in that building with the money in it. And then I guess this woman you're saying happened to be in a car outside the building. Might have just been there. She just was there, and guy with the money was like, "Can I get a ride?" And she was like, "Sure." Uh, maybe that's how it happened. She, Allegedly, your friends don't gotta tell about that. That's nothing. Oh my god, <laughs> she was a a, a driver. Hold that's on a second. Nice. We gotta talk. We got an attorney here, Carrie. Uh, hi, Carrie. How you doing? She didn't do no crime. Uh, Carrie, yeah, you? Carrie, you're an attorney. You, you're some expertise here, please. What are we gonna do? Okay, so I think that I would tell the friend, um, okay. and I say that yes, as a lawyer. Um, and because, and the reason is specifically, it's specific to. I mean, the crime, really, of fraud. Because I think that people don't um, commit fraud unless there's an underlying cause. So you're looking at perhaps a substance abuse issue or perhaps um, a spending issue. 
um, some other kind of underlying narcissism, some sort of personality disorder, something like that. Absolutely. Yes. Something that is going to crop up potentially in their relationship in the future. And I think also just in general, in this day and age, people expect to be Googled, you know, like when you're entering right. a new relationship or would you know anybody, you know, this is the, the information age, baby, and we are all subject to it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's responsible to yeah. sort of look people up when you're, you know, when mm-hmm. you, when you first meet them. It's, you know, maybe you suspect something, maybe you don't, but I, I don't think that's so bad. It's, it's, it's public yeah. information. It's not like I had to hire someone to do it or whatever and even then right i guess i'd rather yes. find out yeah, that way right. than, than some other way thank you carrie no no worries i love y'all thank love you love you too yeah. someone texted criminals are hot until your house is empty <laughs> she didn't do anything what do you mean she didn't do anything <laughs> she was the person outside the car do you realize that if she could have been forced to do that Rufio, do you realize that if if i drive you to a house and you kill somebody and you come back out i'm a murderer too no you're not you're yes, an accessory no, to a murder no, you're not in, a murderer no, too in a lot of states we both get charged with first degree murder right. because i helped you she didn't go inside the place of business and say hey i now I want all this money. No, she, she helped the guy who did. She sat in the car. She could have been forced to do that for all they you were know. Dating. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde. She wasn't. Right. Yeah. Okay, but no. She's I, a writer. No. There's a problem. Right. There's a problem. She here. was look She's out. really sexy. <laughs> yeah. But have any of you? Have any of you ever known someone really well who you later found out did like after maybe you didn't talk to them as much anymore and then they went to prison? Yes. It happened to me. I, I want to be very vague, but like. I used to hang out with some guys a long time ago. <laughs> they were very nice to me. They always had a lot of money. They paid for everything. Mm. The drug dealers? Me too. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It, it seemed like a little too slick and like very high level. I don't yeah. know. But like, I never, I, now. I, I, no, I'm, I'm being vague. We're crew. I, I, never, I never saw anything. I never saw any impropriety. I never saw anything. Right. They owned a bunch of businesses. I I was involved with the business. Anyway, <laughs> in a, anyway. So right. all I'm saying is nothing ever happened. All good. I move away. Uh-huh. And like a decade later, I meet somebody who knew these people. It just so happened we both knew him. And I was like, ah, it's so funny. Those guys have got to be in prison. And I was kidding. And he goes, yeah, one's in for 40 to life for terroristic crimes. Whoa. Turns out he was money laundering all kinds of money, oh. guns, drugs, and sending oh, it all back God. to another country that was being used. Oh, my God. It was, like, really, really bad. And I had no idea. But I, the whole time, I'm like, y'all are up to something. What? <laughs> but I used to go to their house. Like, I mean, wow. I don't know. I never saw anything. When did you hang with Pablo Escobar? Right. <laughs> Many years ago. Okay. It's like, Fred, we need you to take this flight to... Right. Right. They did ask me to fly one of their planes. Yeah. And they I said, don't look in the back. And they said, put this up your butt. And I also did that. Yeah, right. But they told me right. there was standard operating. Like, you didn't do anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. You were I, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. All I did, Kiki, was get the plane out of the garage. Yeah. It was full of boxes. I didn't yeah. look at them. Oh. They said fly real low. And then just right. drop them out the bag. Yeah, buddy. that's what they yeah. said. They said, right. we happened to be in Columbia at the time. Right, right, they right. said fly real low, like real low. Convenient. And then when you get close to Miami, there'll be a guy in a boat. Drop everything out. Freddy Escobar. Keep and going. the thing in your butt. Take that out. Too. Yeah. And like, here's a million dollars for that. And right. I was like, this sounds like, a, this sounds like a normal weekend activity. It's <laughs> show next. Fred Show is on.
It feels good. All right, good news. Positive stories every day on the show. We share them with you. What you got, Kay? An Arkansas police officer is being praised for his heroics after saving a child who fell through the ice after crawling onto a frozen pond. Crews responded to the scene in Arkansas around 10 a.m. the other day. And upon arrival, Officer Troy Ellison sprung into action and quickly located the child, said the police department on Facebook. Footage from his body cam, it's crazy, um, we can post it, shows him running towards the small pond while three adults are standing by looking very scared. The boy's crying for help. Officer Ellison then crawled onto the ice to get him, who was very noticeably and understandably upset. He said, I got you, bud. I got you. He picked him up, handed him to a firefighter standing on the opposite side of a nearby fence. He was taken to the hospital. The little boy says he's never going to go onto an icy pond again. And the department says, be mindful that no matter how cold temps get this winter, playing on the ice is never safe. Luckily, this call had a very happy ending. Yeah, you sent me a video, uh, I think last week, of somebody, Kaylin, on on Lake Michigan. It's every year somebody does right. this. Mm-hmm. Jumping around. Like he's Super Mario out yeah, there. Like, <laughs> you know, from, from like ice... Piece of ice, uh, piece of ice. Uh-huh. Like, what are we trying to prove here? That you can get hypothermia? <laughs> like, I believe you. It's stupid. My family goes ice fishing, and it always makes me really de- like nervous for them. You that, know? Is, that always has kind of blown me away. But that ice is so thick, you can drive cars on it and stuff. In a lot of cases, not sometimes, on, yeah. yeah, on some lakes, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um. This is a wonderful story. And in fact, Jason, I'm going to make you Google this, or I'll send you the link. Okay. You can you can put it up, because the visuals that go with it are awesome. But And in this case, I'll, I'm, I'm a Chiefs fan. In this one particular case, right. a group of seniors at a retirement community in Missouri have gone viral dancing along to swag surfing by FLY. <laughs> yeah. And holding signs that say, Senior Swifties, I'm a Swifty. <laughs> in a video posted Friday, residents of the Primrose Retirement Community in Sedalia, I hope I said that right, dressed in Kansas City Chiefs gear and held signs in support of Taylor Swift. The group calls themselves the Primrose Sedalia Chiefs Cheerleaders. The video was taken ahead of the playoff game Sunday in which the Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills 27-24. The Primrose Sedalia Chiefs Cheerleaders are hoping their team makes it to the Super Bowl. Of course, they play the Ravens on Sunday. As Jason knows, Mm -hmm. the winner will advance to the Super Bowl, but they're having a good time at the retirement community. You know, we had discussed pre-COVID throwing a Retirement community prom. <laughs> what was that? A sock hop. A sock hop. And I did this one time when I lived in North Carolina. Um, and I, we should revisit. I don't know with COVID and everything we can do it. But we had a plan. And we even had a place. Yeah. And we had somebody who's going to help us do it. Oh, we wow. also had a plan to have Paulina perform her greatest hits at a retirement community. <laughs> oh, and that's yeah. what I would love to see a little bit more. I don't think that <laughs> I want to do that to old people. <laughs> well, they can't hear anyway. You know. They're, they're, oh, my God. Well, let's make sure. Let's make well. sure of that because I would hate for the Sedalia Swifties to have any sort of you know medical condition after or seizure or something after hearing you know you perform. Yes, I, I, I will pick the best for my selection because you know like the chains in my face might be a little. <laughs> I don't know no. the retirement communities; yeah, they right. get wild out there. Get freaky. Yeah, I mean, you got to strap up in the retirement communities because you're not worried about one thing, but apparently we got to be worried about something else. Uh, and I, that's a that's a real statistic. Here we go, guys. Justin Timberlake, world premiere. It's called Selfish on The Fred Show. The Fred Show is on. Yeah. Fred's Fun Fact. Fred's Fun Fact. Learn so much. Guys, did you know? I don't know if you knew that people used to answer the phone by saying ahoy. <laughs> instead of hello. What? 
That's right. Okay. So when the public started using the phone back in the 1800s, the inventor, Alexander Graham Bell, thought they should answer a call with ahoy. (laughs) However, his rival, Thomas Edison, wanted users to answer the phone with hello. And according to the New York Times, by 1880, hello had won out. But can you imagine if we were... (laughs) Ahoy. Ahoy. What does it even mean? Ahoy. 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 What is the definition I think of it means, ahoy? I think it means like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't pirates say that? Like ships when there's ahoy, a- yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I, I think you should bring it back, Jason. Ahoy. ahoy. Yeah, I'll answer myself. Just make, ahoy. It, make it your what thing. Did you call me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> call you again. No, I mean, every time, you, every time we talk, he calls me a hoe. I mean, all this time, I thought you were saying ahoy. But it, no. Fred Show, next. Fred Show is on. Wake up. The hottest morning show. Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday, January 25th. The Fred Show is on. Hi, Kaylin. Good morning. Jason Brown's here. Hi. Rufio. Hello. Another week, another win for Rufio. Uh, in the throwback throwdown. Okay? Hey, we had the jams, though. <laughs> no, I'm not. Are you okay? Not okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. That was a baby thing, or you just disgusted at me? No, my baby and me are good. Get over here on the side. <laughs> just, you know what? I don't know. Um, I was like, so what, what just happened? I'm just upset. She made a noise when you said I won the throwdown. So yeah. I, I wasn't sure if that was the baby or if it was Paulina. Do we uh, go on holiday breaks? <laughs> we, yeah, we, just, we just had our uh, holiday brunch, so I think that means that, uh, that uh, Christmas is coming. Ooh, <laughs> yes. uh, Paul is here. Hello, Kiki. Hi, good morning. Show Ms. Shelley intern Benjamin, not Benjamin. We'll get you uh, waiting by the phone next. Why did somebody get ghosted? The entertainment report after that. What's in there, Kay? I'll tell you whose stalker showed up to their house for the third time in five days and was yet again arrested. So creepy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it make me feel so icky. Yeah, mm-hmm. that story's coming up. Waiting in two minutes. Fred Show is on. Good morning. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.